It's a special NBA opening day episode of your favorite podcast, Suds, Buds, Triple Dubs, the only woke basketball podcast. Uh, today's episode, we're going to get into the thick of it. Um, we're going to talk about uh, why we love basketball, how the summer really never ends, uh, Joel Embiid's contract, and maybe we'll talk some maybe we'll talk some crazy NBA predictions. Uh, but before we get into that, um, let's listen to some RJD two. That would have already played. Oh, okay. <laughs> unless, unless you just <laughs> that's a great segue. That's a great segue. Well done. Let's uh, listen to it again. Okay, everybody. Well, we're here with a special um, NBA opening day edition of Suds, Buds, Triple Dubs, your favorite woke basketball podcast. We are here in scenic Jeffrey's uh, suite in Danford Hall on the Casa campus. Casa dorm room. On the campus by Novartis. Uh, I am Jabron Malik, as always, joined by wonderful buddies Jeffrey Danford and Nick Savage. What's going on? Hey. We're excited to talk some ball. <laughs> Guys, we made it. It's been a horrible summer, but I our thought, yeah. long national nightmare is now over as NBA is nigh, starting in about 20 minutes. So to that, I think we should just do like a little quick cheers. Oh, boy. Cheers all around, kids. Oh, man. Oh. We made it to podcast number two. To Kyrie. Oh, Don't look careful my computer. Oh, cheers. my goodness. To Kyrie. Um, and also to our uh, 56 or so listeners for episode one, you guys are the real MVPs. Thanks, Mom. What would your guess have been, Kate? <laughs> 17. 17? A hard dude? 17. Our parents, mine would friendly have been, mom. Mine would have literally Maya. been five. Oh. I mean, my I dad. Didn't even, I didn't even think my dad was going to listen. My dad listened dad twice. Listen? All right, can I ask a question actually about one of these topics? Yeah. It says the summer never ends. Yeah. That's a recent addition. Oh, okay. Like, like drama. Like off season drama. Oh, yeah. Okay. That also parlays into I think why yeah. we like ball. All right. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, as and I want to get into this just to establish sort of a baseline. And uh, as we really get into the thick of the NBA season, um, I just want to ask you guys, why do you care about ball so much? Why is ball life? We should do a fake Seek Geek promo. Seek Fake read. Seek Geek did not pay us for that. I'm excited for the for the, this season for a number of reasons. One is that I'm gonna get hard back on the Celtics wagon after a couple of rocky years of being interested in other people and teams, and uh, so fortuitous that I'm I find it hard to believe that my favorite player happens to now be on my favorite team. So I feel really blessed. I feel like the NBA has been in a really really good spot for probably six or seven years now. And uh, every year it seems like it can't get better, and then it somehow does. Um, so I'm just really excited. Other than Golden State looking like world beaters, um, which sort of takes a little bit of the air of mystery out of the season, but who knows? They could lose at some point. Do you have cliff notes over there for viewers at home? <laughs> I do, yeah. Oh, okay. It's Excellent. the Google Doc. I wrote, can I edit this, question mark. Fun fact for those keeping score, Jeff did in fact read the Google Doc this week and prior to you, coming on the show. And see you tonight. Jeffrey has been a really good co-host this week, very cooperative. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock in to this podcast starting in like two weeks, so don't worry. So, so until then, <laughs> the two of us have to so, hold the yeah, show. Until so until then, then just sit here and mention Kyrie Irving. Episode 3 may or may not be the Celtics-Knicks power hour. Oh goodness, oh goodness, <laughs> I will not show up for that. Um, uh, Baby, what are you excited for this year, one thing? 
One thing you got a whole <laughs> Phil Jackson being no, Gonzo. One thing. Uh, why do you get like seven things and I get one? <laughs> it's just how this part this of it's is, going. Is, I don't like this bias. This is like seating in the east. Um, I just like that there are tiny teams that are very relatable. Unlike any other sport, you know, there's only five guys on the court at all time per team, so you can follow superstars. It's easy to track them. It feels very accessible as a league. Uh, everyone can play basketball. Nobody gets injured as severely as concussions in CTE and <laughs> LOL NFL. Uh, um, especially now that uh, like the NFL is just always with controversy in the offseason. This just felt like every week, you know, where was Melo going to go? What was going to happen in OKC? So I like uh, that it's just dramatic. It's basically like uh, Desperate Housewives for middle-aged dudes or us to follow along. Yeah, and that's so often how I pitch NBA to you know, to other people who really don't desperate care about housewives sports. Desperate housewives for dudes. I will call it like desperate housewives, <laughs> oh, except to people on the street. Um, I'm just like a, I'm just like a crazed guy, just shouting about NBA starting today, and like here's why you need to watch it over the NFL. Uh, I think for me, I guess um, it is real housewives, except with really talented athletes. And what I appreciate about the NBA. Uh, overall other sports is um, how much impact it has not only um, on the court but also especially I think off the court oh you are unlike (laughs) Maya just goes I'm happy listening Uh, we're gonna have to edit that out literally if you ever sees an opening monologue that is insane and not true poor Maya Um, just being a hero we do have a, uh, a an audience tonight. There, this is episode two with live audience round two. So totally yeah. last year, last last episode we had our good friend Robbie Bidding, and now we have Maya in the background. So um, as I was saying before, yeah, I agree with all those above points, and also um, I think especially off the court NBA holds a huge importance to its communities, and you see a lot more activity from the players themselves getting involved with their communities, especially regarding conversations around, I mean, you had it last year with conversations regarding police violence, and and you have superstars like LeBron James and Kevin Durant uh, get especially uh, into these social issues. And you even had today, even today, when uh, Greg Popovich, coach of the San Antonio Spurs, get absolutely go absolutely ham on Donald Trump. And so that's the kind of thing that you can expect in NBA, where it's it's a lot more consequential. It's not just a game, but and people say ball is life for a very real reason. <laughs> <laughs> ball yeah, is life. Jibbers is by far the, the wokest member of the, uh, the podcast here. I just like we it pick for up big... Jibbers in his chair and slowly moving. <laughs> 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 put him in the hallway. Oh, He's just continuing. Uh, I just start sweating profusely. Ball just is life for things. many reasons. Let's talk about Joel. Hashtag next yeah. Time. Um, I mean, before Speaking I want to before I want to get that, I have like a personal kind of thing that I want to talk about, and I want to talk about our good buddy Earl Smith. Oh, so, no. as everybody How is this personal? As as whoever as everybody uh, in this in this in podcast, this room minus Maya. Minus Maya knows. knows. <laughs> uh, uh, J.R. Smith, Earl Smith uh, was recently benched in favor of D. Wade. Now, D. Wade is a new addition uh, to the Cavs team. He is on LeBron's famous banana boat. The banana boat <laughs> being all of LeBron's best friends who are now on separate teams, but he wants to bring them back together. So do you think that uh, a J.R. Smith uh, deserves to start over D. Wade? 
or do you think it should be benched? Uh, I will say it's not a good sign that either of them is possibly starting. <laughs> That's my answer. Careful. <laughs> um, I think it's the Cavs. It's definitely their weak spot at the moment. I think LeBron knows it. And I expect something to be done about that before the trade deadline in February, for sure. Oh, my Wow, goodness. hot take. Wow. Hot that's the, take. That's hot, hot take number take one that of the Hot the Cavs are going to sign a shooting guard? Yeah. That's a hot take? Okay. I think so. Like but over, like not like, like over either Jr. or Dwayne Wade. They're both great. That's my prediction. They're not. Right. If either if each of them play twenty minutes a night, neither of them is great. Them. They're both old, way past their primes. I, I would probably start. Yeah, I would probably start. I would start. I, I think I'm not surprised they're starting Dwayne. That, Didn't Dwayne, that's uh, seriously? Too, but he's old yeah. and bad. I mean, yeah. I, I think he's going to start and play like fifteen minutes right. and not ruin his knees, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, Smith's going to come off the bench, perfectly great. Didn't he win Sixth Man of the Year for the shameless Knicks plug? Part of the uh, the pod here, right? Like, <laughs> oh, was he, uh, he? He he won six man out there. Like, he's good. He's why does he have to be a starter? Who cares? Like, it's all. I don't care about the rules of like who's a starter. Or I mean, not. I just like, I just don't. Think they'll both still play twenty some odd minutes. Sure. I would guess. So. I mean, I just don't think it. I think like that decision though, like GM LeBron making this decision, is is just nuts to me. It's all, it it almost looks like. Uh, an NBA 2K kind of like decision. It's like I'm just gonna look at like who has the best stats and just slot them in. Because I was doing some research on this. It's like oh, we do have research on this blog. This I is have, great. We we <laughs> actually have statistical analysis. I just guess. Wait, like, are you, you arguing need, right now for why JR Smith? I'm arguing for JR Smith because okay. I think it's too crowded if you have D Wade, and like you need depth in that starting five, and you need a shot maker. And LeBron's always whining about like oh, we need more Surround playmakers, shooters, right? right? And JR Smith is that. I mean. You have you have you know, it who's currently injured, um, D Rose, D Wade, uh, LeBron, oh. who are good inside. So but, you're saying you have three but, slashers out of five. But Jr. is a good outside shooter, uh, and who and yeah, and D Wade's a historically bad outside shooter. And Earl Smith last year twos, led the Cavs in three points, especially from the corner, and those corner threes are super important. He sunk so. He made 6.6 attempts per game. You're reading this off something, right? You don't know I, something? Okay. No, I'm, re- I'm obviously... Oh, I have my notes. I was going to be very yeah. impressed if you... And a, th- a third of his shots were corner threes, and his corner three like hit percentage was 41.3%. Now, IT4 usually shoots at the top of the rim, um, at, the, at the top of the rim or the arc, arc. but... Um, but like, <laughs> top of the rim has. <laughs> top of the rim has. He's like 5'1". Yeah. Um. Uh, but like LeBron um, loves making those passes to those... to. To like sink those corner threes, corner and threes. oftentimes, oftentimes what about Kevin Love? Target was he'll bury those at center. Yeah, sure, he's mobile. It is right. kind of funny that they signed D Wade uh, because other than him being LeBron's best friend, like it makes no sense because he's bad. At I think shooting. that's the he's only old. reason. Defense, that, but like, he's like, bad at everything. I will say in, a million in D Wade's defense, and this part is for Daniels. Uh, his <laughs> definitely his, not his, his uh, points per game decline is nowhere near as precipitous as I thought it would be. In the la- over the last six years, he's gone 22, 21, 19, 21, 19, 18. In how much time less played? Uh, I, I guess mean, his like minutes per game Minutes per game has gone 33, 34, 32, okay. 32, 31, 30. Like, why so can't they just play D-Wade 20 minutes a night? He's actually, sort of, I guess, night. been the same player for six mm-hmm. years, but... Two bionic uh, knees, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I feel like well, he's 35. One of these years, he's going to fall off dramatically. And my Probably this just year. I don't like him, but my prediction is this <laughs> year. I, mean, I think my hot take is that D-Wade's going to hurt the Cavs more than he's going to help them. Aren't they both um, horrifically bad on defense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Cavs, like, yeah, it, doesn't, I mean, it certainly doesn't, it doesn't matter make that any sense, of, which is why I know LeBron is, but Jay is, is, is twisting. Is going to get somebody. Oh. somebody Jay Crowder great at defense. 
Oh, that's my grandmother. Oh, no. Oh, I'll be quick. Special oh, guest. Goodness. We have a special, special guest. guest. All right. she, will, she will not be so, tuning in. Okay. So, um, Hello. I guess, like, I guess ultimately we'll have to take uh, DOA's going to hurt more than help the, the guests. I still think that until the playoffs roll around, I don't care what the Cavs do in the regular season. Like, they could roll out a lineup where, like, LeBron starts at point guard. Or, right. Like, and we don't cares? even know what's going to look like because, like, IT4 is still injured. And so... When he comes back, yeah, now you have four potential, I mean... Derrick Rose is good. Wade is good. Is T. Is T. Rose that good? I think so. Like, come on, right? He hasn't like he has no mileage logged on his mm-hmm. artificially produced knees, ankles, whatever the heck it is. But like, he is still very good. He's out of the darkness. I would rather have D. Rose than didn't they say who's uh Darren Williams? They had Darren Williams, right? Mm-hmm. And he did nothing in the playoffs. Right. So like, at least D. Rose. Maybe there's some spark left there. Like, throw out D. Will. Try it again, right? I mean, if, any, if anyone is going to get a good game out of out of D Rose, it'll be LeBron, it'll be LeBron. James. Yeah. LeBron James is great at coaching um, up players from mediocrity. Yeah. You had that with Gr Swish. <laughs> Earl Swish. There was that hilarious press conference when people were asking him after like a bad performance, uh, what he what LeBron expected from him, and LeBron just like didn't even let Gr speak. LeBron just <laughs> said, "I'm going to take care of." <laughs> but and again, like. LeBron is so good. Why not take a flight? These guys cost, what, like a million dollars? I know they take roster spaces, which I think is something else coming up in the, the, the pod here. I'm the only one that doesn't have a laptop. I'm just drinking. Um, so I don't know what the rules are here. But a million dollars for Rose, a million dollars for D-Wade. Pff, cool. Great. Like, uh, who cares, right? That, that's nothing I mean, in the grand scheme of things. That's a good segue to that. Speaking of, you know, contracts. You're welcome. Let's talk about... Uh, 76er star <laughs> Joel Uncle Joel Embiid aka Twitter NBA so for some background um, Joel Embiid recently got a sick contract I think it was 148 mil for five years uh, not the max but is it the max I don't even know well there are some like he, he could probably hit the max I think okay. based on some stipulations is that one of those things like a uh, Curry or, or uh, Westy's mm-hmm. offers where it's like two hundred some million dollars because it's the hometown team. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. And and very lucrative deal nonetheless. And and what's nuts is that he's only twenty three years old. And, and he's played fifteen games. And total. He's barely played <laughs> in the in, in the NBA because he's always injured. Right. And that's what's interesting about this contract though is that it's a very complex contract structure and that basically uh, means he won't get paid if he's injured in, in certain ways. Uh, and so... All right, love you. See ya. What's, what's your take um, on on this contract? Is it is it is this a wise move what are for these, the 76ers? So before we got I answer, Hawaiian. Yes, we got Hawaiian. We got Hawaiian. Also, it is a pizza party in the dorm room tonight in excitement for Cavs Celtics tip-off in about seven minutes. Um, what is the stipulation in this the, the injury parts of the contract? Yeah, so it, typically if he gets injured in the place he's typically been injured, like in the back or um, I think in the knee or something, mm-hmm. then he won't be getting paid. And he gets so, nothing. Yeah. Oh, and contracts are funny. Holy cow. Someone someone listening, re, uh, check on this. Wait, um, that's Embiid? Yeah. yeah. We, we got to Embiid. You're here. We got that. to Embiid. Okay, I was waiting for this. Um, yeah. Wait, Jerry so, has some hot takes about it. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, there is something which is funny, and I, I get that Embiid is very lovable as a persona. You want him on your team and stuff. And I, I was talking to host Gibran before we started. He, when told he was going to be on a minutes limit, I think he said that's some F word with a lot of asterisks, B word with a lot of asterisks. I, can I, imagine, I, I know like, what that is. <laughs> I think you can figure it out. Yeah. Um, and I like that he's like hyper competitive and stuff, but 
it seems very risky. Isn't this like Greg Oden all over again, where you're putting sure. hundreds of millions of dollars? Is this in his suit? third year in the league? Technically, he's played I think like 50 games. I don't okay, know. yeah, but like, he's like pretty good. Right? He's very like he's very good. Right when yeah, he's on the court, the, the over like the, the the plus minus has to be astronomical. Right. He missed his whole first season. And then last like year, he, knee last year he played 25 minutes a game for 31 games. That's not a lot of and time. And he averaged 20 and 8. In, in 25, 25 that's minutes. Great. Jerry, oh, I'm impressed how locked in you are to this. This is great. Today. I've missed this, Jerry. Are you guys proud of me? I'm very proud of you. So you like the contract then? I don't, well, I don't think no, I hate I, it. I don't love it. I mean, it's a lot of money, obviously. But like, if they can somehow weasel their way out of not paying him, like that sucks for him. But if this, the Sixers yeah, still have cash space, I didn't really great. know all that detail. I didn't realize that it was that dramatic. It's, it's, we it's, didn't read that. It's much the better. next. It's the next logical step in trusting the process. He is the like process. you're doubling down Hold on, on so trusting the process. If he gets the same injury, no money, no, zero. I think like so. for the year. If he's out for a year, it's mm-hmm. like that thirty million or whatever. Yeah, okay. it's just gone, and that's huge risk because he's very injury prone. And so I but wonder. But he's so good. He's very good. And, and like, also, wouldn't you want like especially? No, this is his fourth NBA year. Wow. Yeah, so he like yeah. barely plays. He's young, but he has no real experience. And and I think it's and I think like it's the decision that they had that had to make. They had to keep him don't in Philly. You, if and he's he a, is, he's a hometown hero. He is a stud big man, right? Don't you always pick like a great I mean, I know everybody shoots wow. threes and stuff, right? But I mean why, Ben Simmons is great, right? Yeah. Sixers. You have athletic fast wings and things, right? The league is transitioning to small ball speed, but can you believe how good the a Sixers boss. are? How no, many good players they they, they, I mean can we talk about Fultz uh, maybe next one? We could talk about him right now. Well, we don't. Like, I mean, well, I but how does Embiid's contract affect Fultz, Simmons? Uh, who else on the team? Dario Saric? You mean just less their Sarek. chance of signing those guys? How does the rookie thing work, though? Don't you, like, play three years before your contract comes up or something? But, like, you can't give Max, like, if Fultz, they're all, like, first overall picks, basically. Yep. If they all pay, pan out to be really good, at some point you're going to have a problem where you can't pay them all. And so if you're locked into $150 million to Embiid, you build around Embiid. This is kind of legendary. Who's he, not necessarily guaranteed uh, to play He can earn thirty time. million more uh, for over the contract if this year he makes an All NBA team or is named MVP. The latter <laughs> seems a little bit redundant. <laughs> I think he would be. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the only thing that they could have done because if if they like didn't do all they could to keep Embiid, they would have been like almost a. Almost like a riot that there was almost that almost happened in New York when Phil Jackson wanted to give away <laughs> Porzingis. Oh no, he's, we're not starting with this. He's a hometown we? hero. There are so many videos of people uh, seeing Embiid, Embiid, who just like Embiid just hanging around Philadelphia. Well, that's because he's like a guy, right? Yeah, he's just a regular guy. He's like really a, he's really into he's the Philly life. Hyper athletic, like seven yeah. foot tall guy. Just a guy. What? Excuse that person. Excuse that. Some guy sneezed. We'll, we'll cut that out of the pod. There's a, there's a headline right now on Hoops Hype that's just catching up with Tiago Splitter. Nope. No, pass. Is. Hard pass. Oh, we get, boy. We get to the Western Conference next week. Um, so, guys. So, so was the que- what was the, even the question? Like, do you agree with the contract? The question would is, you like, do it? is this insane? Like, if you're no, a manager, would, would you do this? Yeah, I would do it. I think I would do it. I think I would do it. Yeah. We, I think it's worth the risk, especially if there's all those stipulations. Yeah, we're secretly huge fans of the Sixers, and we want them to do well. Some, we want Sixers to be the Sixers said, quote, Joel Embiid has a chance to be the best player to play this game. Oh. Before his body <laughs> crumbles apart? That's a hot take. He won't, he won't, like, he won't last as long as LeBron James. No, he's already missed like, 75% of his first four years. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm excited. I, I'm excited. All to see. on board. Let's Remember see. Remember Noel? Noel's Noel, great. Dallas? Revia kid? 
Um, so we have five minutes before the game starts. Oh, so goodness. Let's, uh, so How far are we in the pod? We don't want to give our viewers less than like 30 minutes. Is Dario Saric good? He will be. We've been he, gone. He, he's going like, to be on the Savages like Slavic All-Stars. 20 minutes-ish. So, um, so, okay. NBA, week one. What are you guys most excited about for week one? Is he a rookie? Sarge? Yeah. Wasn't he last year? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He came Sorry. up in like third in rookie voting or something? What, what are we most excited for week one of yeah. the season? Week one of the season. Uh, I think I'm most excited to see how uh, Houston, how good or bad they are. But CP3 and CP3 and Harden, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think. No more curse from Little B. Watching first few games. First one's actually tonight if I can stay awake for him. Zero percent chance. It's after sales. Yeah, I might stay up in the first quarter. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we know. I mean. Kind of cool to see it and LeBron try to play together. I guess is it playing tonight though. Um, I don't know why no. I'm not saying IT. Celtics, no. but I just I know Uncle Drew obviously mm. intimately, so I know how good he's going to be. And it's going to be <laughs> fucking awesome. What if the Cavs crowd gets in their head? C seven Jen up in the rafters just heckling him. They're not at the game. Don't <laughs> worry. What am I most excited for? Oh man, what I don't want to cop out. I would like to see the train wreck down in the bayou. Just boogie, boogie, whisper, Rondo. I put Rondo. We did. I did <laughs> Anthony thing. Davis. For those of you that are un- uneducated, it's the Pelicans. This, the this the spreader, the NBA uh, Facebook chat that you're not allowed in. There was a spreader that went around. And One day I'll be in for, uh, We did predictions for like each award for the season and category. And I do every year Rondo for most assist leader, assist leader, assist leader. Rajon, this would be the year to do it. Did you know he's out for like two weeks or six for weeks? For like mental health something? reasons or? No, he's broke his hand, right? Oh, that's unfortunate. Did he break his hand like against the uh, with the Bulls last year in the playoffs or something? Yeah. Same hand? It's not a good sign. Um, yeah, no, I, I like watching uh, no, front sports tourney. Sorry, not a sports tourney. Very different than <laughs> a hand. Uh, I, want, I want to see the Denver Nuggets and I want to see the Pelicans. Okay. I would like both of them to make it. Jeffrey. They're doing they're doing the anthem, so let's we can let's wrap this up. We have okay. to stand for this? Uh, no, so no, Jerry Neal. Jeff did just in fact stand <laughs> for the anthem. Jeff is, oh, Jeff is kneeling right now. We're transcending. <laughs> I just wanted to oh, hear it. Boy. I guess we can. So, you can't hear it if it's muted. Okay. So um, I am excited about uh, about Carmelo dropping seventy eight points uh, oh, no. against the Knicks. Come on. Oh, we should next one we should talk about uh, the, the, our buddies, the, the Knicks corner, the Knicks. In, in detail. In detail. And so the game is starting. Uh, we should pick a team every week. I wanna, to I wanna, idea, I wanna close this podcast. This it's gonna be a bit truncated because we're coming up to the NBA game. But I wanna close the podcast by introducing a new, uh, a new <laughs> segment. Um, so it's called the Knicks corner, oh. Knicks New York Knicks corner. So uh, you know, Joachim Noah is is gone. Uh, he Only suspended. for 12 games. 12 so, games. So, uh, what's your hot take on the Knicks? I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm nervous. I actually think hot take two, Brooklyn one. Nets will make Guys, sorry, we're out of time oh, for this podcast on. right now. I was like, we're out of time for this that podcast. Funny, sorry. Dude, but I'm also not sure how much of a Knicks fan Savage is. Do you know? Wait. Are you, you being a smart ass? No. Come on. Are you God. a big Knicks fan? Oh, okay. goodness. We're gonna, oh no, not like this. I'm just not. I'm sure. offended. We My are, name's Jeff. I like this. We are ad time. Hashtag uh, we will see you on the other side of week one. Maybe Wait, we'll see you. Wait, we're gonna do the fan letter. In we week two, we're gonna have fan letters. We're gonna let- do that oh, next time. Week we're three, have, fan letters. We're getting some awesome letters coming in. But those of you listening at home or in the car or wherever, please write in, call in, tweet in at Gibran Malik. Or at the Feathery. I'm so excited for this. And then, uh, so that is your episode two of Suds Buds. Triple dubs. That was fun. We can't do short. Dude. I we'll, hate sports. We'll see you next next time. See you.
Yes. All hail Porzingis. Me and all my friends, we are all misunderstood. Say we stand for nothing and there's no way that we ever would. Now we see everything that's going wrong, but the world knows we need it. We just feel like we don't have a need.